hello. Hey. Hi. How, how's it going? I'm good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's all this is. All right. Just us checking in with each other and then <laughs> shut off the sound, I, go back to I our was, lives. I, I don't know why I was talking. To, I always talk to the people like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Like they're going to like they're going to be like, hey, I listened last week. I want to let you know. <laughs> I'm good. <great. laughs> doing OK. Doing good. Yeah, why don't you guys like report back and tell us how you're doing? We ask you fuckers all the time. <laughs> Every single week, all I want to know is how you doing. Honestly, we're a little bit offended that no one fucking answers when we ask. Kind of pissed off. Rude. Like falls on deaf ears. Like we don't rude. even know if you're listening because you don't answer the simple questions. Rude. Very rude. It is rude. So I just remembered that. <laughs> yeah. Um, One of our listeners has... Talk to me multiple times about stuff, and I like keep forgetting to give updates because oh. it was around when we went on vacation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> I remember some of these uh, some of these exchanges. So now I need to remind myself what they were real quick. I know okay. one of them was about. Um, Do you want to introduce? It's 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 the girl I'm thinking of, right? It, yeah. It's, you want to introduce Kirsten. her by first name? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. She's she has given us little updates in like her input a couple times, and I really appreciate hearing from her. Yeah, me she too. she kind of like live messages me as she listens sometimes, so yeah. I'll get like a couple messages throughout like when she's listening to an episode. I really enjoy that. Yeah, I like that but, too. That's nice. Thank um, you, Kirsten, for messaging us. The one I'm thinking of in particular is that when we did our McAfee episode. McAfee. McAfee. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. We How do you say McAfee. it? McAfee. The old leprechaun. <laughs> Little Timmy McAfee. <laughs> it's <laughs> you just said. how I talk. McAfee. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Um, I have to look at older Yes, messages. our episode about John McAfee. <clears throat> McAfee, that's how you say it, not McAfee. <laughs> yes, John McAfee. The creator of the spyware you you are <laughs> spyware, the, the antivirus <laughs> the software. Spyware you've installed on your computer. It's kind of both. It's kind of both. Um, yeah, so we did an episode on him. Yes, I forgot to update that... Oh, my God. Dead fucking air. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to remind myself. Okay. So she basically, um, she met him. No she shit. She went to a conference that he spoke at. and Oh, wait. I think I do remember that. Yeah, there were pictures of her from that conference that she sent to me. But she went to a conference he spoke at, and she talked to me a little bit about, like, how that was um she basically said that in the moment mm-hmm. like he was very charismatic he would be wouldn't he? and she in the moment was kind of wrapped up into it he's kind of got that big square <clears throat> tony robbins head he does seem to be like one of those people who is sort of magnetic yeah um she remembers he spent some time shit talking the person who tried to kill him. Okay. Kind of fair. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> That's what you do. But when they fail, it seemed like he was trying to say, people keep calling me a bad guy for sleeping with teenagers, but my wife was right there the whole time. 
<laughs> and that crazy bitch tried to kill me. So who's the bad guy here? And I was sitting on the floor cross-legged like, um, you, I think, pretty yeah, sure. Like I don't know, man. Still you, just in a different way than right before you said that. And <laughs> she said the bad that guy. she was probably like, it was like a hacker conference, basically. She was like one of 20 women in the entire audience. Yeah, right. And so it was just sort of a, a weird, like, in her head being like, I don't know that that's cool. Yeah, no, but it's like, not. It's not cool. You might be manipulative yeah. kind of thing. But I'm sure it played to that crowd big time. All the guys elbowing each other going. Rub, 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 rub. I'm sure that played real well. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. She said um, having a room full of that kind of rapt attention, she believes 100% contributed to the ability to just believe everything he said word for word. Yeah. Um, it's weird that she never thought she'd fall for something like that, but it's like a really easy thing to do. Like you want to go along with the crowd, but like in retrospect, she's like, no, that's not cool. But like in the moment, it's real easy to be like, no, yeah, this dude's cool. Well, it's, it's, it's charisma. And it's also like when people are sufficiently, I guess, honest and direct, they kind of endear themselves to you against your own will. And, and when you like look around and everyone else seems wrapped with attention and like into it. Yeah. It's kind of easy to be like, oh, okay. Like, I'm just thinking about this wrong. Everyone else seems cool right. about the fact that he's talking about having slept with an underage person who tried to kill him later. That seems okay. It's this weird thing where, like, we have, like, some pretty clear <clears throat> ideas about that here in the United States. But it's like in other parts of the world, they have, like, different, you know, rules and customs and everything. Right. So it's like, it is weird. I didn't say that during the episode. It felt very creepy to me as an American. I don't know how things are around the world. I know 14 is way too fucking young, frankly. Right. But like I, 17, I don't know, 16, who I I don't know what, what they do over there. I know that in other places it is different. And we do have an Americanized view because we are Americans. But right, right. I do believe that it's wrong. Like in my yeah. heart of hearts, it's it's wrong to me. Yeah. Don't no, I'm with sleep you. with kids. Yeah. And under 18, to me, like, that's a minor. Your yeah. brain isn't fully grown until, like, early 20s. To say nothing of the fact that, like, even if the, the age itself is, is not inappropriate, the gap in age, the gap in, like, it's one of those power things of, like, this dude is essentially a rock star in the jungle. I you think know. the more important thing is what you just mentioned is power dynamics. Yeah. And understanding, like, are we on equal terms here? Or right. does one of us has the have the opportunity to manipulate the situation more than the other person? Well, clearly he did because he had like six girlfriends floating around at one time. But clearly he manipulated that situation <clears throat> big yeah. time. So, yeah, that's not so good. But I thought that was interesting input. And thank you for messaging us. Yes, please keep sending us that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because I, I love to, you know, get the, the comments on these subjects and sort of provide a little extra. Whoops. A little extra context of what we're talking about. I know. I'm a bad boy. (laughs) 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 I'm bead. Oh, no. What did I do? (laughs) What did I do? Yeah. I got to silence my phone. Sorry. Um, But that just goes for everybody. Like, we really appreciate feedback. If you're listening to the episode, to an episode, and you just, like, 
thought of something that (coughs) you relate to or whatever like we really appreciate it to know that you're listening we really appreciate it if you just want to message us random stuff you thought of when you were listening to it hit us up on facebook messenger basically it's a really good way to get a hold or email us like laura does it all the time kirsten does it all the time we really appreciate knowing you guys are listening and having a conversation about yeah like what it made you think of yeah right we like you babies (laughs) yeah um, anything else we want to discuss know. at the top of the episode? Um, I'm playing a whole lot of Stardew Valley. That's pretty great. Yeah. That's fun. It looks relaxing. Yep, it's super chill. Like, I was thinking about it before, like, uh, <laughs> before you got here today, about, like, the fact that, like, uh, you know, so I've been trying to, like, be more positive, like, actually choose to be positive about stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is a really hard thing to do if your if your brain just kind of if wants, your brain's an asshole. Yeah, if your brain wants to sabotage you all the time, yeah. you have to choose to be positive about things. So it's like I was thinking, you know, like this is this is a thing that's good for me, like a sort of a simple farming game where my biggest problems are watering my fake crops and like you know going on a little cave adventure. Like that's it. It does seem nice. It's like repetitive in that soothing way yeah it's like you're kind of doing the same kind of things over and over but you have like incentive to do them because you're getting money and you're like yeah being successful in games they're like okay i can do this for a while yeah it's nice it is a nice thing so i'm enjoying that that's a new thing i have long said that i i enjoy like tedious repetitive things like i i like knitting i like Painting the miniatures for D and D. I like weird, tiny, repetitive tasks yeah. that I could just get wrapped up in for hours. I don't, it's soothing to me. Yeah, it's a distraction from all the other bullshit I deal with because I can just focus solely on one thing right. for a little bit and not have to deal with all that other stuff. Yeah, I think it's, it's good nice. to have things like that where yeah. like it kind of feels like you're it's a little escapism, you know. Well, yeah, because like our our senses are under assault all the time. Now, right. Right. Like uh, like there's you know <clears throat> there's nothing you do that doesn't come without either you know like advertisements flashing at you. Or like, you know, like, uh, you know, like bad news all the time. And 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 I'm seriously like on a normal basis, it's messed up. Like I have to have sound in my ears. I have to be having a show on in the background or having a podcast going in my ears or listening to an audio book. Like I can't just have quiet. Right. Like when I sleep, I like it quiet, but I can't if I'm up. I need to be assaulted with some kind of sound. I think it's bad, don't you I, think? I don't think it's great either, but that's why I think it's nice to have something, like, to focus on. Yeah. I mean, I do usually listen to a podcast while I do that stuff. I do mm-hmm. want to try to, like... Something with them McElroy boys in it. Uh, lately, yeah. Them but McElroy I'm gonna boys save that. are at it again. I'm going to save that for the middle segment when we talk about things we've been, like... Oh, okay, cool. ...listening to and watching lately. Yeah. But, yeah... <clears throat> yeah, it's like a weird thing that I do that I don't necessarily like that I do. Yeah, I know. I I remember uh, listening to uh, David Foster Wallace interviewed about this and just talk about like people's inability to experience stillness and quiet. Yeah, and like how it did not. Just thinking about that is kind of interesting in its own way. Is it? You really didn't used to be that way, right? You we know? didn't have as many like we didn't have easy access to this much material to. Yeah listen to to watch to have going at all times like we have pocket 
devices that yeah. carry all of that stuff that we could just blast it at ourselves constantly. Yeah, like you at least used to have to go to a room in the house to like, okay, right. if you want to listen to music or if you want to watch television, fine, but you have to go to a room and stay there. Yeah, you have to turn on your boombox or yeah. your radio or your TV. <laughs> Right. And it lived where it lived and knew it to be where it was. It's weird. We made it so easy to inundate ourselves with just more yeah, stuff. Yeah, now we can just like sit on a train with a captive audience and play our phones at full volume and make everyone else listen to what <laughs> we want to listen to. That's not very nice. I mean, it's not. <laughs> I'm not saying that I did it. I'm saying that assholes do it all the time. Yeah. Oh God, we uh, where was I? I was in Akron, um, and uh, I was driving to lunch. I want to say, mm-hmm. and there was a guy walking around downtown. I had my car windows down, mm-hmm. and he's walking around with like a speaker, like a Bluetooth speaker, and he's just listening. For to a the second, Bluetooth I thought speaker. you were going to say boombox. No, I'm no, going to no. be like, I kind of, kind of impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, people used to do that sometimes, like carry right. around a boombox speaker with like twelve right. that was, like, batteries the in it. First time people could make their music mobile that way i don't even know how people power how how expensive is it to buy like eight of those d batteries and pack them in that thing i mean it was kind of expensive but they weren't paying for iphones at the time so then all their money just went into batteries for their boom box there you go (laughs) but yeah like this guy was had a little bluetooth speaker and he's carrying it around and you don't see that anymore so i was looking at this like what an asshole like i don't want i don't want to listen to what you're listening to i would always be and I know I'm wrong when people that you don't want to listen to what he wants to listen to. Well, it's like I know I know it's like he's not doing something to me. He it's, kind of is, though. He's <laughs> assaulting you with his sounds that he chose that you did not choose. Maybe. But it's, it's just like, you know, it's like, it's like the same thing, I think, because I'm an old curmudgeon now. I know. When I'm just like in my car trying to zone out before work and some asshole drives by blaring some music yeah. at top volume. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> this is my five minutes before I have to go deal with people all day. I was that guy for like a solid like eight years. Of like, like being the person blaring the music? The guy with the music that was really loud that was like, <clears throat> hey, everyone's going to love this. Like, because, you know, when you're young, you have like zero frame of reference. And you That's like true. You think you're real cool. I've never had car speakers good enough to really assault anyone's ears, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have good ones. I just cranked them until they blared pops and cracks, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just, uh, I, 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 it's like I know he's not doing something to me as I'm experiencing that. But I, I, I do have the cranky thing of like, well, fuck. You know, it's like it. It's just inconsiderate. It feels like it now. Like when, uh, for me, like he's walking by on the street. It's not as bad. Mm-hmm. The thing that always bothered me was like on public transit, where other people can't get away. And why yeah. are you the one who gets to dictate what we listen to? Right. Like bring headphones. Yeah. Now, yeah, if yeah. if I'm on my work break. And I usually, I've lost all my, I always lose my headphones. I have to buy yet another pair of earbuds. Yeah. But One of them's down here somewhere. I'm sure they're down here somewhere. I think it's actually in the bedroom. But Mm -hmm. if I'm at work in the break room and I'm the only one there, I'll turn on a podcast and just listen to it from my phone. But if someone comes in the break room, I shut it off immediately. Yeah, you know what? I take back what I just said. That is a dick thing to do. I don't know why I'm second guessing this because I don't do that to other people. I don't. Right. Make, I don't make them listen to what I'm listening to. Right. Unless I'm, it's like a friend, and I'm like, "Hey, I want you to hear this." Yeah, that's. But one not thing. like that's like telling somebody you want you want to share something with them. 
not just like not giving them a choice and they're going to listen to whatever shitty music you want to listen to. Yeah, we, and I am determining that if you're doing this, your music is shitty because you're being <laughs> shitty. Yeah, it's I, probably I will, fine music, but you're being shitty. So I will now like the music it less. Is shitty. I will like it less. Yeah, because I don't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> Now I just hate it because I hate you. Wow, this is like the goose chase. <laughs> this is the goose chase curmudgeon corner over here. <laughs> really is. I'm in kind of a mood. You know, you're, just, you're, taking, just him, you're taking him to task right now. You, you got a little <laughs> wag of the finger. Yeah, this is Christy's wag go. of the finger. All right. All right. Um, they could see that. They could see <laughs> my finger wagging. Yeah, it was just imagine that her finger is wagging. Yeah, I'll, I'm not going to tell you which finger. I mean, it's it's the it's probably the one that they're thinking of. <laughs> I can't do that very well. This is difficult. It's, you know, it's a little tricky. Oh, you're doing it with the wrist. I'm, I'm doing, doing a little it. bit of each. You're doing a little bit of each. I can't. I'm not coordinating. That, you that see, freaks you gotta, me you out. You got to accelerate that wagging finger with some wrist flicking. It goes a little faster. Oh, you know? okay. I get it now. I Look. was trying to like wag opposite of the wrist wag. Now it you, was You got to think Dennis Nedry in Jurassic Park. Uh, uh, uh. Not uh, the uh, magic uh. word. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, I think maybe I would like to do. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we did enough on that. Uh, oh, also, we're sicky babies. We're just getting over being sick. So if we sound a little nasally, I think we're okay. Yeah, I'm like trying to pull my nose open. <laughs> but if from we the just sides. start hacking and it sounds disgusting, that's yeah. why. Yeah, we're man, sicky. I could really use some breathe right strips. Yeah, and some Vicks. Just do like rub. a do like a, a neti pot and just rinse your whole head out. Whenever I'm sick, there's three things I want. Vix. Vix? Yeah. Breathe right strips and a healthy dose of Benadryl. Yeah. It's like the trifecta for me at night. It's amazing. Whatever does it. Yeah. And I'm out of two of those things. We got Benadryl around here. I have Benadryl. I just We might have a baby Vix. We might have a baby Vix. All right, I need to get some breathe right strips. All right, we'll we'll, we'll, just, we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll just. Yeah, this is interesting. We'll duct tape some popsicle sticks to your head. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and then we'll take a picture and document it for the podcast. Sure. Um, Christy, it's time. Would you like to play the internet's favorite? I can't stress enough how famous this game is. <laughs> it's. I think ev- you're lying. It's everywhere. We really we uh, we you blazed. Can't turn the trail. around without someone talking about. We blazed the trail. Four twenty. Blazes and news. Trues and news. Our true news, false news game quiz, in which I present two false stories, one true story to Christy, and she has to guess the true story from the false stories or the truths from the news. I'm getting really right, good at that. No, do it faster. <laughs> time to play the. Well, no, well, no, well, don't do it. Don't do time it. Time to play truths. Time to play truths. What? Nope. I can't <laughs> no, do it. No. Next time, you'll be even faster. I've hit my maximum theoretical <laughs> limit. I don't know. I'll practice. But we're forgetting something very important. Are you going to do the theme? It's time for truths and news. Man, it's not doing it for me anymore. We got to get a new theme. All right. I'll switch it up next time. I'll do something a little different. We got to get like uh, Pharrell in on this. <laughs> I'm so trues and fnoozy. Clap your hands <laughs> if you want to play trues and fnooze. That's one thing I've learned is if you want something to be cool and funny, just, just get, Pharrell. get Pharrell to do it. Pharrell, Pharrell will make it better. I think <laughs> he does that for like basically everything. It's not wrong. Yeah. He did it for the Despicable Me movies. Did and he? those were already good. That's what the song Happy was in that movie. Oh, was in it? In the second one, I think. 
Oh, okay. I will say the first time I heard that movie, heard that movie, heard that song, I was working at Best Buy at the time, kind of having a shit day, and mm. I had these two really nice customers. They were like a couple. They came up to my register, and they were super sweet and happy and bubbly, and we just were chatting, and they mentioned that song, and I don't know why it came up, but they mentioned it, and they're like, you should listen to it. It's so good, and it makes us super happy, yeah. and I listened to it, and I was like, Oh, yeah, like, this is infectious. Like, damn Pharrell for making a song that's exactly what it's supposed to be. I love that the word infectious has a positive connotation. Yeah. I just love that it's just, oh, man, it's infectious. It is. Like, it's infectious it's, in a great way. It's, it's, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, it's positively. Uh, uh, it's uh, methylene-resistant <laughs> staff at this point. <laughs> I just I love the the word infectious being used positively because it's it's a little weird by itself. Yeah, anyway. I like it when you use things against their regular <clears throat> connotation. Excuse me, gosh, sicky it's nice, baby. Nice bit of cognitive dissonance, but let's get this thing going. Let's I want to hear it. your headlines. All right, here we go. Headline <laughs> number one: At the K one hundred six festival in Atlanta, Georgia, on July twenty eighth, Drake was booed off the stage after spontaneously taking fifteen minutes of his set to explain the Bitcoin blockchain to a frustrated audience. Okay. Number two. New York's West Side Highway was shut down for over an hour Monday as activists staged a live production of Chicago across all lanes of traffic to protest the construction of a new correctional center in the Bronx. Okay. Number three. A 95-year-old Vancouver woman told forest officers twice in one day she was forced to shoo a black bear from her kitchen, saying, quote, I was really annoyed with him and I told him to go, end quote. Those are really good. <laughs> I would like a recap because it's what we do. All righty, here we go. One more time. Number one, at the K106 Festival in Atlanta, Georgia on July 28th, Drake was booed off stage after spontaneously taking 15 minutes of his set to explain the Bitcoin blockchain to a frustrated audience. God, that does sound like something Drake would do. Number two. Because <laughs> I know him so well. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. It's like, well, you know, Drake. I mean, you know, you're like best buds. You know how he yeah. is. Number I mean, I watched so much Degrassi. I <laughs> might as well. Was he in Degrassi? Yes. What? Yeah. All right. <laughs> how do you not know that? I don't know. I didn't watch Degrassi. <laughs> oh, well, that's how you didn't know that. That's how I didn't know that. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> New York's West Side Highway was shut down for over an hour Monday as activists staged a live production of <clears throat> Chicago across all lanes of traffic to protest the construction of a new correctional center in the Bronx. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just chugging water. Okay. Number three. A 95-year-old Vancouver woman tells forest officers that twice in one day, she was forced to shoo a black bear from her kitchen, saying, quote, I was really annoyed with him, and I told him to go, end quote. I'm going to go with headline number three being the true one, because it does sound like a Vancouver-y thing to do. Yeah, a vancouver -y thing <clears throat> to do. Yes. You got it. Really? Yeah, you yeah. Got I it. really wanted that to be true. Yeah, the other two were a little too over the top, I think. No, I thought it was really close. I just really wanted it to be true because I was imagining a person being like, just be, 
he was annoying me. And I told him he had to go it's, to a black bear. It's so great. I watched it's the cute. video of her talking about this Aww. just so I could have a little extra to say about it. Um, but she's like this. She is. She's a little old lady. And she says, she's oh, taking I'm, no shit from those bears. Not at all. She says she's seen so many bears. And she says, oh, oh I've seen bears my whole life. It's like never no been big deal to one. her. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> it's, sorry. It's just no big deal to her anymore. No, it's not. To her, it was no big deal. And she she said she's seen bears her whole life. She was never attacked by one, so she wasn't concerned. But she came into the kitchen. She saw a bear. And she says, you got to go. And he <laughs> and he left. He went, like, outside and just kind of stood out there. And she said, no, go back home. And he, and he walked out into the woods. And then she forgot about it. She left her door open this whole time. <laughs> he comes back, and he's rifling through her sugar cabinet. She got like a big box of sugar. I guess it's an old he, lady thing. He found the sugar cabinet. He found the sugar. Man, that bear's nose is good. And he was getting in there and she comes back and, no, you got to get out of here. And he just left again. That's she, so great. But she told the forest people about this and the, the, the forest And uh, they're like, rangers. keep her door shut. <laughs> they did. They told her to keep her door shut. But then they also <laughs> brought a bear trap, which is like a, a, I've never seen one before. Have you ever seen a bear? Like no. not, not like a bear trap, like a thing that clamps <clears throat> Not the foot. claw thing, like a humane one. It's a big cage looking thing. It's sort of like, it looks like something And there's would... a pot of honey inside of it. <laughs> and it, it tri- is it really? Yeah, it just says honey, H-U-N-N-Y-R. <laughs> And then it has like a stick propping up the entrance. And when it goes in to get the honey, it knocks it and it gets locked in the cage. Well, not automatically. There's a guy that looks like Elmer Fudd in the woods with a a string tied to the stick. And he pulls it (laughs) at the right time. Uh, No, it's what it looks like is like sort of a big metal thing like you tow behind a car. It looked like a U-Haul kind of thing. Okay. You know, the little U-Hauls that you can rent and tow with your car. It looks like that. And I think that's the idea is they go in after something, that's some kind the of base. idea. That's the idea. Uh, but uh, yeah, they go in there and the, the thing closes and traps them. The little old lady herself had said that she really hoped it didn't get caught because apparently if they catch it, they have to kill it. I didn't Aww. know that. Um, I could just see her releasing it from it, know, like going just, out and setting it free. It's like two in the morning and she hears, and she goes out and it's in the thing and she's like looking she's frantically for the quick release. And, nothing happened. Now go on. You'll get out of here. You'll now get go. out of here. <laughs> he really annoyed me. She said he made a, he made a real mess. <laughs> it's so cute. 95. Oh, that's amazing. Meanwhile, I'm 31. I went out into the woods and was terrified of seeing a bear. I mean, you're not around them all the time, though. I mean, I, yeah. it's desensitization. Like, if you're around it all the time, nothing bad has ever happened. It mm-hmm. would be, like, no big deal. But this little old lady <clears throat> who... Badass. Just says, get out of here now. Go home, huh? Yeah, go back home. I'm reminded of a story that is the complete opposite of this in that in size. <laughs> all right. But it is someone talking to an animal of some kind. Yeah, just tell, just, just, you don't have to tease it, just tell me. So I was at a party once, and do you know Teddy Pantalis? Have you heard that name? Yeah, he's a, he's a jazz guy around Youngstown. He's very talented. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. But I, I've known multiple people who've gotten music lessons, uh, guitar lessons from him. Mm-hmm. And I was at a party with one of those people who had gotten lessons from him. And it was the first time I met him. Mm-hmm. And we're talking, and I hear him telling this story. Like, I was in a group, and he was telling a story to other people, and I was just there. And he's talking about, like, he he was in his kitchen or something, and there's ants in his kitchen. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to kill them, so he was he leveled with them. Yeah. And he looked at the ants, and he's like, 
I really don't want to kill you guys, but you're you're in my space, and I understand that it was yours first. But now there's a home here, and this is my home, and you're gonna have to go. And they didn't go because they're ants. Yeah, because they're ants. So then he talked to them again, and he was like, "Guys, I don't want to hurt you, but we talked about this. You have to go." Oh my god! And then the ants went away, and he didn't have to kill them. You know what? That's a very interesting story. <laughs> That's what I'll say about that. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know what to make of that. And for some reason, her telling a bear to go away and it listening made me think of that. <laughs> you guys, you gotta go, man. <laughs> you just gotta go. I'm just sitting here bopping and beetly dooping on my guitar. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah. That's how he describes no, it. I don't think jazz guys call it a guitar. Or diddly boppin'? Diddly boppin'. No, that <laughs> is what they call it. <laughs> well, you'd know better than me, I guess. Well, you know, I'm I'm kind of a hip cat. Hep cat. A hep cat? Yeah. That's the correct terminology. I don't no question me on this. <laughs> um <laughs> Into the middle segment. Yes, let's let's do this. So we were thinking for the middle segment here, we could talk about some of the things that we're watching and listening to and just kind of entertaining ourselves with lately because, you know, it's uh you know, it's it's uh something we do an awful and lot. We have of. nothing else to talk about. We have nothing else. <laughs> but you know, it's like on the three dudes podcast, I'm always like every week I have a recommendation of some kind. Yeah. I'm always, you know, like this is what I'm into. We don't really do that <clears throat> regularly here, so maybe it'd be nice to do a couple of recommendations, essentially. Okay. Stuff for people to check out. Well, typically, lately, I'd been mostly listening to podcasts, and I got really obsessed with one. can't remember if I mentioned it on here or not, but I had been listening to Adventure Zone. I don't think you mentioned it on this podcast. It's by those McElroy brothers. Oh, boy, I tell you, the McElroy <laughs> boys been at it again. They have, like, a billion podcasts between the three of them. They really do. And got podcasts with each other, podcasts with their wives, podcasts with their dad, yeah. all kinds of shit. <clears throat> and they have a TV show based on their main podcast, the one that like started them off. It's called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Now they might be getting a second season of that TV show. I hope they do. They've been it's teasing really it on good. Twitter. So basically that the podcast is like an advice show but it's them just like being goofy and yeah. being brothers and that's like, just the framework right it's just an excuse for them to like have a podcast and right. be who they are which is like really good fun people who are really funny mm -hmm. like conversationally funny that's yeah. my favorite thing to witness yeah right um so i and i honestly haven't listened to too much of that podcast i should listen to that one but it's they good. made a show based on that which is really good but for a long time, I had been hearing about their podcast called The Adventure Zone, mm -hmm. which is the one they do with their dad, right. in which they play Dungeons and Dragons mm -hmm. with each other and their dad. Yeah. And I I like d and I like, oh my God, I moved my hand and hit the dog and I panicked for a second. My heart just skipped a beat. I didn't know he was there. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> just, my heart is beating I'm really fast. I'm looking at you like we're doing a show. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like I needed to discuss the fact that I thought I was going to piss myself for a second. Literally. Um, <laughs> so I like D&D &D and I like listening to people play D&D. &D. Yeah. I used to listen to Nerd Poker, which is I always forget. Brian Posehn, mm -hmm. that's his name. Um, it's his podcast with some of his friends playing D&D. Mm -hmm. &D. But I decided to listen to this one. 
and it's really good. Like, I cannot stress the first arc that they do called Balance. The story is so good. And it takes a minute for them to really get going and build their characters. Yeah, it does. You really kind of got to be willing to sacrifice like 45 minutes at least of like warm up. It might be more than that. Probably more. I'd say really through the first kind of like campaign of that arc, the um, here there be goblins. You got to get through that and see where that is heading. I, I listened to the pilot with you on our drive to Baltimore, yeah. and I think the the pilot even took like about forty five minutes to heat up for me. And I love those guys, but there was just so much logistics stuff. That's right, like, this isn't really fun yet. It's kind of fun, but it's, you need to listen a little further than that, and yeah. you'll probably be hooked. It is really good. Yeah, no, um, I, I believe in those. But guys. you have to like, you have to wait for the story to happen. The beginning is like set up and them learning how to play the game because most of them haven't played. Their dad had never played, which surprised them because he's a huge nerd. Yeah, right. (laughs) And And of um, the right age to have played some D&D. Right. And, well, he basically said that, like, no one around him wanted to play, so he never played. Like, he wanted to, but there was no one to play with. Um, And then of the person DMing... Griffin had played, but he had never DM'd before. And then the other two, one of them had played some, and the other one hadn't played at all. So it's like everyone learning. Yeah, right. So, which has its little hiccupy <laughs> moments, but yeah. like once they get going, they're 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 moving because they are such funny people. And I don't know if they really intend to be, but they're all storytellers. Like they yeah. are so good. And the storyline of that campaign is amazing. It made me cry multiple times, which is ridiculous <laughs> that I'm, like, crying over d and I was, like, berating myself as it was happening, going, well, you're crying about D&D right now. <laughs> Do, but did you make exactly that face? Yes, that, that face, and I talked like this to myself. I was really upset with myself. What are you doing? <laughs> um... Uh, but there were really like touching moments because it's a really good sure. story. Well, they also get invested. They really yeah. like their characters. They really like you know. So like when things go bad, and if you really play D and D effectively, right? You're you're you are your character. You feel it. You know. And we've been playing, and I think like it made me want to play even more. Yeah. So I sat in the last time you guys played, and I had a lot of fun. Yeah. It was actually kind of nice that i had been listening to this podcast because it was a brush up on the rules for me since i hadn't played D in a long time right kind of helps you like remember the mechanics of everything <clears throat> right um and you want to take a turn talking about what you've been listening to or watching uh yeah i actually i recommended this recently on the the three dudes podcast but i have been watching penn and teller's bullshit and the entirety of that show is on hulu which is something i didn't realize so I'm really excited about it. Um, I had watched the first season of it like uh, eh, over a year ago, a couple of years ago, and then just kind of dropped it. Mm-hmm. But I picked it back up again, and it's it's uh, it's there's something about watching those guys take apart sort of like a lot of like our you know like the things we just kind of commonly believe and take for granted. Yeah. That's really satisfying. You want to talk about what the show is, like what the format is? Yeah. So the the basic idea is every episode is structured around an idea, you know? <laughs> so sometimes it's like things like, uh, you know, like uh, 
people's ideas about circumcision. their hair. Circumcision. Circumcision is one. <laughs> we ideas watched about that episode together a long time ago. Yeah, that was God. That one's it's really funny. Um, it's a heavy one too. Yeah, there's there's, yeah. A, there's a lot going on in that one. There's there's one that's all about prostitution. Should we hmm. be making it illegal for people to? You know, have sex with whoever they um. want under the terms they choose. If that's if that's indeed the arrangement, you know. Yeah. Uh, and there's a the, that episode is really interesting, um, but you know sometimes it's something even uh, more basic and close to home. I'm trying to think of like uh, some other examples, but for some reason, because I'm talking about it, I went blank. But yeah, it's a lot of these sort of like um, like one is about uh, the in, you know endangered species. You know, animals we consider to be endangered, and you know. Are we should we be should we be going to the extent that we are to try and keep animals from disappearing from the planet? And there's there's some argument that we haven't actually done that good a job. And when you like look at the numbers now, bear in mind, this is from like 2008. Right. But but when you look at the numbers, we actually (coughs) hadn't been doing a very good job of it, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you look at the individual successes, a lot of those were, you know, uh, you know, uh, coincidental. Either coincidental or they weren't exactly what they were purported to be. So it's 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 hard to it's hard to describe without just sort of this is this is something I would recommend people watch because uh, things like this are like common myths, you know, yeah. or are common stories are worth looking closer at. Like yeah, it's basically the concept is taking something we sort of all just accept to be true and then yeah. digging in a little deeper and discussing it. Yeah, kind of reminds me of um, Adam ruins everything. Yeah, right. It's that same idea, but at, obviously Adam ruins everything is kind of more bite-sized portions. It's not a very long show. He has a yeah. podcast now too oh, really? by the same name on the Max Fun Network. Which Adventure Zone is on, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I like that concept yeah. in general of like taking something you sort of don't really think about and making you think about it. it's why we do this. Yeah, more or less. I mean, like ultimately, <clears throat> what it all boils down to is like an exercise in skepticism. Yeah, which, which is important to us. It's kind of our bag. Yeah. So if you kind of like what we're doing here, check out Penn and Teller's bullshit because yeah. uh, there's like eight whole seasons on Hulu. Um, and it's a lot of I didn't of fun. realize there was that much of it. I didn't either. I mean, I had only watched like... Are they still like, doing it? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, they've, okay. They've, they've been over for a while, but uh, like eight full seasons um, are available <laughs> on Hulu, so check it out. Yeah. That's cool. Your turn. I wanted to talk about... So because I'd been... I got hooked on the Adventure Zone and mostly was just <sighs> listening to that constantly... Yeah. Um, ...in my car or at home when I was doing other stuff... I hadn't been watching a lot of TV, and then every time I would go to, I would, like, go to Netflix, and I I knew there was, like, a billion shows I wanted to watch, and I can never remember in the moment what I should watch, so then I just put a podcast on. Yeah. Um, But a couple people had recommended Glow to me, right. and I'd heard good things. It's the um, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start watching it and see if I like it. And I can't stop watching it. <laughs> like, I've I've been sick. I call off work the one day. I basically spent all day binging glow right. in bed because it's all I couldn't. I could barely get myself to move out of bed because I was sore and felt like crap. Right. Um, and then stayed up way later than I wanted to because I could not stop watching the show. Mm-hmm. But basically the concept is... Um, these women get together, they go in for a casting call. They 
think it's just for a TV show, and then they find out it's for a wrestling show. And they basically go on this crazy adventure of becoming wrestlers and yeah, doing right. a wrestling show. Um, Allison Brie is one of the female leads, and um, Mark you, Marin is in it. I don't know if you said already. This is a, based on a true story. It is based on a true story. Yeah. There's also a documentary on Netflix about the same thing, mm-hmm. which I want to watch also. Um, but... This show is great. Yeah? It's really good. I don't know how close it is to reality because I never saw So what, the what's original. great about it? Like, what, what is it that you like about it? Um, I like the fact it's kind of because it is based on a true story. It's a peek into the past. I really like it's super 80s. Yeah. Um, I like seeing the costumes, like what they're wearing and then their costumes in the ring. Mm-hmm. And it's parts of it are kind of offensive because that, I mean, the show was, that was the time. This mm-hmm. was wrestling when your characters were basically just stereotypes. And, yeah, right. You like know, the, like wrestling reflects the stereotypes of the time. <clears throat> right. It's actually like kind of an interesting thing to think about, like, uh, like what a time capsule that kind of is. Yeah. And it. It's just, it's well, I think it's well written. It's well acted. I'm really impressed by Mark Maron in it. Yeah. I, I don't know how much acting he's done. Uh, I really not that much. Mark Maron has played himself on a couple of shows. He's played, you know, like himself on his own show. He's yeah. obviously he's a, like a stand up for a very long time, but that, not a big, actor. not like an actor. No. And, and I will say the character probably isn't too different from Mark Maron. Well, they probably, you know, wrote him to Mark Maron. Right. They yeah. probably went, no, nah, like Mark Maron is kind of this person, so yeah. just make him do it. But he's really good. Okay. And I really appreciate the character growth of everyone on the show. Yeah. And you end up, like, in the show rooting for the wrestlers in a fictional TV show about a real thing that happened. Like <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's, there's some it's layers like, there, right? It's fun and bright and <clears throat> parts that piss you off. Cause you know, it's a thing that actually probably happened to yeah. someone and it's frustrating because it's in the, past like it, it's something like it's a different time kind of thing i feel like you try not to spoil something i don't want to spoil stuff yeah. but it's like it's kind of why mad men was frustrating to me mm-hmm. it's like you know things were a different way and yeah. so you're like eh, i'm a little offended by that but also i know that it was the way it was and blah 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 mm-hmm. but it is overall a really good show it's just entertaining it's fun and bright and there are strong female characters like writing a show like writing a wrestling show and taking the reins and sometimes having men write things for them that they don't love but it's just it feels really real yeah it does feel like it's based on a true story because it is yeah and i don't know how true to form it is like i want to watch a documentary to kind of compare yeah well, you should, yeah, you should watch the whole show, then watch the documentary. Yeah. Because at this point, if you watch the documentary, there's spoilers ahead, right? Right. And I don't know if there's going to be, there's two seasons of this. Okay. I don't know if there's going to be any more. I'm in the second season right now. Yeah. I have a feeling I'm coming to the end of it. Yeah. But it's just so good. There's a lot of great actors and actresses in it. Um, I 
I suggest it. It's not a super long show. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's kind of an easy watch. It's just fun. Yeah. I want you to watch an episode of I it with will. me too. I probably will. Now that now that I have like a more compelling reason, like <laughs> someone telling me I, I should watch it, yeah. I probably will. I it was so easy for me to just watch all day when I was feeling crappy. Like it I found it captivating and I can't really put into words why I found it captivating. I've wrestling has been a decent part of my life though. Like yeah. my brothers loved wrestling growing up. That's a big thing actually. There's like there's like that extra thing for you, I think, is like yeah. this is a and very it's familiar. familiar right. Yeah. Um my brothers watched it growing up and I like went through cycles of being more into it and less into it into it and more into it and less into it. Um and my brother Randy especially has always loved wrestling. Still, actually still does. just found out that he um Got accepted into the wrestling school that he wants to go to. Yeah. So next January he's going to be going. You know he's going to do great, right? I he is going to do great. <laughs> he's I mean do he's awesome. wanted this for a long time and he's in really good <clears throat> shape and I'm really proud of him and excited for him and I hope it goes well. But he basically he started seeing the school that he wants to go to start posting things about hey our class next year is starting to fill up and he yeah. real quick got his application in. And um, they accepted him. So he's got to give him like a down payment. I'm and so then happy for him. In January, he's going to go do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for him. Yeah. This is something he's wanted to do for a while. He tried, <clears throat> he tried out for Tough Enough. He did the, the sort of videotape for Tough Enough, right? Yeah. And he's uh, just like always been a big fan. And this yeah. is something great for him. So I'm really happy. Yeah, I am too. But yeah, like wrestling <clears throat> has been like a decent sized chunk of my life of like Something that's been around and that I've liked and yeah. my family's been into. I am friends with some um, independent wrestlers. Yeah. And it's just a bigger part of my life than I thought yeah, it would right. be. Yeah, but right. But it, it's a lot of fun. And the show reflects, like, all the things I like about it. Well, funny enough, we have uh, an inkling of a wrestling-related episode coming up. Coming coming up? Coming up? Coming 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 on up. Yes. So. We're going to have a guest episode again. Yes. Uh, we'll 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 just sort of tease that that's coming up at some point. We're gonna do an episode about wrestling. So. And Adam, this is the topic that you suggested. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Adam suggested that topic that don't, don't our guest. Don't spoil it for everyone, Adam. No no no. Oh yeah, Adam. Don't you go telling <laughs> don't everybody. You, don't you tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So our guest is going to do that because we mentioned it and he was very excited about it and already knows a lot about it. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. I think we should take a little break break. I uh, do, too. do you have another suggestion? No, I do no, too. no. I'll let you open and close that one. We'll take a break. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, we'll, be, <laughs> we'll be back in a minute with the topic for this episode. All right. Sit around back.
and we're back with the Nice and Flemmy podcast. And we're back. Hopefully it, I got all the phlegm out during the break. Keeping it good and flemmy over here. You can't mm. see it, but I'm making the okay sign, and I'm like, that's nice and flemmy. Nice and flemmy. Mm. The way we like it here. The couple that flims together <laughs> does something else together. I don't know. I don't yet. know what. Well, they probably blow their noses together. Yeah, but that doesn't rhyme. Oh. I don't think anything rhymes with phlegms, does it? Something rhymes with phlegms. Write us and let us know what rhymes with phlegms. It's our new contest. (laughs) Anyway, we are back with the main segment for this episode, which you already know what it is because you looked at the title of this thing. Or maybe you don't. Who knows? What? Oh, you not, mean not you? Not even me. I was no. like, "What I'm did t- I not? I'm was I not supposed to do it? I'm I know what it is because I did the research." Oh gosh, what if we both <laughs> had done the research and like, boy, you're gonna be surprised. <laughs> oh, that might happen once. I never even thought about that, but that might happen once where we get like, mixed up. We do two different topics, or we do the same. Like topic? we both research the same topic. That'd be fun, though. That'd be really funny because we could just one person could start, and then we could be like, "But did you find this?" Oh, maybe we should do a Dueling Gooses episode. Maybe, maybe, maybe for a special occasion. Hmm, all right. Anyway. Anyway. Would you like to introduce the topic for this episode? I think I'm just going to get, going to get into it. It okay. is the Michigan Dogman. The Michigan, old Michigash Dogmush. Yeah, that's how you say it. Yeah. Um, And like all good stories, this one begins with a song. Written by a radio DJ. Ah, yes. That's a thing, right? Yeah, I think so. Like like all good stories. Like all good stories. (laughs) Sounds like something from a movie. Yeah. Like all good stories, this one (laughs) began with a song from a DJ. From a radio DJ. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, in 1987, WTCM-FM DJ Steve Cook out of Traverse, Michigan... Wrote, recorded, and played a song called The Legend as an April Fool's joke. Okay. According to him, he made it up based on several North American legends, but up to the point he had never heard of um, any specific Michigan Dogman stories. He credited the song to Bob Farley. I want to read the song lyrics. God, this is going to be fun. I'm feeling this one already. So it's kind of like... It's music played on a keyboard, and it's him kind of talk singing. Oh, okay. Um, I don't want to Randy, play the song. He's Randy Newmaning it. Yeah, because it's someone else's song, but I do want to read you all the lyrics. <laughs> sure. Because that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, a cool summer morning in early June is when the legend began at a nameless logging camp in Wexford County where the Manistee River ran. Eleven lumberjacks near the Garland Swamp found an animal they thought was a dog. In a playful mood, they chased it around till it ran inside a hollow log. A logger named Johnson grabbed him a stick and poked around inside. Then the thing let out an unearthly scream and came out and stood upright. None of those men ever said very much about whatever happened then. They just packed up their belongings and left that night, were never heard from again. It was ten years later in 97... When a farmer near Buckley was found, slumped over his plow, his heart had stopped. There were dog tracks all around. Seven years passed with the turn of the century. They say a crazy old widow had a dream of dogs that circled her house at night, that walked like men and screamed. In 1917, a sheriff who was out walking found a driverless wagon and tracks in the dust, like wolves had been a-stalking. 
Near the roadside, a four-horse team lay dead with their eyes open wide. When the vet finished up his examination, he said it looked like they died of fright. In 37, a schooner captain said several crew members had reported a pack of wild dogs roaming Bowers Harbor. Her, his story was never reported. In 57, a man of the cloth found claw marks on an old church door. The newspaper said they'd been made by a dog. He'd had to stood. He, he'd had, he'd uh, had to stood. <laughs> he'd seven, had, what had happened was. Seven, four. I'm reading this the way it's written, <laughs> which is the way it's spoken, but yeah. it's a little clunky for me to do it. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, because, well, no, because none of us goes, he'd have had, he'd have right. had to. In 67, a van load of hippies told a park ranger named Quinlan they'd been awakened in the night by a scratch at the window. There was a dog man looking in and grinning. In 77, there were screams in the night near the village of Bel Air. Could have been a bobcat, could have been the wind. Nobody looked up there. <laughs> then in the summer of 87, near Luther, it happened again. At a cabin in the woods, it looked like maybe someone had tried to break in. There were cuts around the doors that could only been made by very sharp teeth and claws. He didn't wear shoes because he didn't have feet. He walked on just two paws. <laughs> That's my favorite line. Just, so, two, just two paws. Yep. So I far like this it. year, no stories have appeared. Have the dogmen gone away? Have they disappeared? Soon enough, I guess we'll know. Because this is the time to fear. For another ten years has come around. The seventh year is here. And somewhere in the Northwoods darkness, a creature walks upright. And the best advice you may ever get is never to go out. At night. So <laughs> when, claims, when did he write this again? <clears throat> he wrote it in 87, but he updated it in 97. Hmm. Um, he claims that he had never heard of Michigan Dogman stories when he wrote it. I don't believe that because he mentioned specific, like, things that are known to be, like, the Michigan Dogman. Oh, so, like, wait, so the... Everything he mentioned in there is basically, like something that supposedly happened part of the existing i don't lore. think he just made it up or he made up so many stories that part of them became part of the lore i'm not really sure where it begins and ends right. but that's kind of that's why i wanted to start with the song sure because it it's so cool so multiple people in that song <clears throat> die of fright uh horses the horses died of fright oh the horse oh, okay <laughs> so uh some guys see it and poke it with a stick and then they just get out of dodge apparently yeah because he they scare what they thought was like a dog into a hollow log and then yeah. the dog comes out but stands upright and then they've never they're never heard from again. Yeah. Um the reason I think he probably had heard some of these lores like some of the lore before I think he elaborated some of it for the sake of story. Yeah. But yeah, I'll get into like the sightings and stuff and you'll see where I'm talking about there's like uh, some of these were like things that happened, but I couldn't find any evidence of like all the detail that he put in the song. Right. Um, gotcha. But after, for the few weeks after he played this again, he, he's like skeptical about it. He did it as a joke. It was an April fool's joke. And the few weeks after he played it, it was the most requested song on the station. People kept wanting them to play it. Um, <laughs> hundreds of people shared their dog man experiences with him since then. Like he would be a really interesting person to talk to about this because even though he's skeptical about it, he's probably one of the people who knows the most stories because yeah. people call the radio station and talk to him about it yeah, all the they, time. Like when people want to tell someone their dog man story <clears throat> now, he's the guy. Like right. he, he's the vault for all the information. Mm-hmm. 
He added lyrics in 1997 about an animal break-in by an unknown canine in Luther, Michigan. And that's where our story begins. But Dogman's story is much older. Really? According to Michigan folklore, um, he's called the Michigan Dogman. He was witnessed first in 1887. He stands at seven, approximately seven feet tall. He has blue or amber eyes. He's bipedal, so he walks on two legs. Um, canine-like, he has a human torso and like a canine-like yeah. face and other features. And a howl that sounds like a human scream. Oh my god, that's such a horrifying thought. According to folklore, he operates on a 10-year cycle. So he, he appears every 10 years on years ending in seven. So they mention that in the song. Um, throughout Michigan mainly the northwest quadrant of the lower peninsula, yeah. the mitten, if you will. Sure. Um, now that I'm thinking about this, he released this in <clears throat> 1987. Yeah. The first sighting is 1887. A hundred years after. And he claims to have no idea. Right. That's such... Oh, boy, my right. bullshit alarm is, I, like, I feel raging. like he had definitely heard... Yeah, he released it on the hundred-year anniversary. Right. How could he not know? Right, he had to have. Yeah. Um, I think it was just talking. You yeah. know, there's no way you just made up all these stories and people were like, no, oh, yeah, like it's connected to this lore, definitely. But I can't help but wonder why he would lie. Like, what's the? I don't know if maybe he was misquoted. It was like from Wikipedia, so who knows if he was like misquoted or yeah. what? You right. know? Yeah. But the point really is that he made this song kind of as a joke. And he collected, obviously, some lore and probably made up a little bit to embellish it. Yeah. But it really resonated with people yeah. who called in and went, no, I've, I've seen something like this. I've heard of this. Or, you know? Yeah. That's the beauty of these kinds of stories. That's so um, cool. So I want to talk about that first sighting. It was 1887 in Wexford County, like he mentions, which is why I'm like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Let's just right now officially throw out that he didn't know about right. this. Um, now the, the information I have is that it was two lumberjacks, not 11. Right. Um, and that they saw a man's body with the dog's head. Um, I drew a nice little map. I drew a mitten. Oh, okay. To show you kind of where these are all the sightings. Okay. But they mostly, they're at like the top of the mitten and the northwest side of the mitten. For people who don't know what I'm talking about, the yeah. lower peninsula of Michigan, like the main part of Michigan, is shaped like a mitten. Like, yeah. So Wexford is approximately on the mitten where the middle digit of the ring finger would be. Yeah. Somewhere up there in the northwest of, of Michigan. Yeah. Most of these are in the northwest. There was one that would be like on the thumb of the mitten. Yeah. Um, there's one further north. There's one a little further southwest. But they're they're kind of like towards the west mostly. Okay. Um, in 1937 in Paris, Michigan, which is the one that's on the thumb, uh, Robert Fortney was attacked by five wild dogs and he claimed that one walked on two legs. Oh, my God. Uh, in the 1950s, there were similar reports in Allegan County. And in 1967, in Manistee and Cross Village, um, there were some more accounts. There were some sightings. Um, <clears throat> in late 2011, there was a... Was it a movie? Yeah, a movie called Dogman premiered at State Theater in Traverse City. 
It includes a brief segment of something called the Gable film. Um, oh, no. So it's about the Michigan Dogman. Is this like the Dogman Zapruder film? Is it or uh, no? Shoot, that's the uh, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. That's uh, the Zapruder film is the JFK thing. What's the name of the uh, the film of the of Bigfoot? The I'm not sure. I can't think. But of what I it's called. I did a little research on the Gable film. Okay. Um. So if I got some of this information from Scare Theater on YouTube, they did a nice little video about this. The Gable film was an old home movie filmed on 8mm, appears to be from the 70s, supposedly found at an estate sale somewhere in the lower peninsula of Michigan. Um, The tin that it came in had an inscription. It said Gable case number MPO41171-1. Okay. In the video, you see... Uh, people driving snowmobiles, someone chopping wood, and a dog. And then you see a creature, like, or in the woods, a creature running towards a camera. And then you see what looks like teeth up close and then static, like the camera fell over. Kind of see, like, a flash of woods. And then that's it. Okay. Um, there's a second part of this that was later found that is police. You see police. Um, and then you see a body of supposedly the cameraman from the original one uh, with his entra- entrails, like, dragged out. Have you seen this? I watched this. Um, oh, my God. Now, do you remember a show called Monster Quest? No. I used to watch, I, I watched a lot of this. What it was, was Monster on Netflix. Quest? Monster Quest is kind of cool. It's a show where they investigate, replicate, try to, like, debunk myths legends and stories of cryptids okay so they tried to debunk the gable film is this still on netflix i can't i didn't look to see if it was but if it is we should watch some of it it's a little cheesy i bet you know like they really want it to be true yeah but a lot of times they do end up being like okay maybe we figured it out or inconclusive you know um but in this case they debunked the shit out of it. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm they with it. Somehow tra- tracked down a guy called Mike Agrusa, who is the creator of this. I left out something when I talked about the movie called Dogman. Yeah. Was that they used a segment of the Gable film with the permission from Mike Agrusa. Because I didn't uh, want to give away that it was something a guy did. Okay. But oh, Michael Grissa is the guy who did it. You're sneaky. I know. He's so sneaky. Um, he had basically in the show admits it was a hoax. Okay. Um, he shows them the cars that were in it, the snowmobiles. Um, he shows them how he got the entrails effect in the second part. Nice. Um, and the monster that you see was actually him in a ghillie suit running <laughs> towards the camera. Now, you said you see teeth, like, approach the camera. You see basically it kind of, like, statics out, like someone's shaking the camera, and then you see something briefly that looks like it could be teeth, like, right on top of like the camera. Like canine teeth? or Yeah. Like, okay. I don't know. He didn't, in the video I watched about it, it didn't mention how he did that, but right. he could have taken, like, a fake wolf mask or something and put right. it up to the camera. Who knows? Okay. It's, like, real quick. It might not even have been anything like that, but it kind of looks like that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's debunked. He admits it was a hoax. It 
is actually interesting to see how he created it, though. Like Especially how he got the, the entrails. entrails effect. That one was really cool. Do you, uh, did you, um, I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but I'd love to know how they got that entrails effect. He, oh god, I can't remember what he did now. It was like, oh crap, it was some effect. Like he, he used something really common okay like something really ordinary it wasn't like sausage or something like that but it was like something you would use in like building a house or something like 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 uh some kind of like a spray foam or something like something like that and like painted it kind of reddish pinkish and he um seems like kind of a handy guy like he seems kind of clever because what he did was he dug a hole and he stood in the hole and he bent over and he covered himself up and he put the entrails on his back under his shirt. Yeah. So in the video, it looks like a guy with just an upper half. Right. With entrails coming off, but his bottom half is in a hole. Oh, that's cool. So he explains how he did that. Super cool. I bet this looks awesome. I got to see it for myself. It's interesting. I'll show you the video that I watched because it's scare theater talking about it, but then they show like what they're talking about. They show the the video. I got to It's really neat. Yeah, so it's like a hoax video, but it was like debunked on a show I actually watched. And like, I didn't, I don't remember that episode, but I did watch a, like quite a bit of Monster Quest. I could have seen that one and I, just don't remember. I will say the reason that I just kind of love this and don't outright hate it is that it does seem like it's done for entertainment, <clears throat> you know? Right. Like, it's not like this is a dude who did this to try and really convince everybody. He was making a movie. Yeah, right? it was, I, I mean, I don't know how. How much he intended people to know about it or find it or what. But it just seems like someone's creative endeavor being like, can I like make people think this is a thing? Like, yeah. can I make this movie? And he had like some good ideas. And when he was sort of found out, it sounds like he's like, it was me. That's yeah. how I did it. Like, <laughs> right. he wasn't yeah. like, no, it's totally real. <laughs> yeah, he right. Like, double down. He was just like, yeah, that's a thing I did. That's why I like this guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And he, like, let other people use it in their movie about yeah. that thing. So that's cool. That's I like that. I want... That's basically the Michigan Dog Man. Okay. That's the lore. I still want to know about that man of the cloth and the claw marks on the door. <laughs> I, I like I said, some of that, those could be accounts that <clears throat> he heard of. They weren't yeah. on, like, the main Wikipedia page. Yeah. And it's it's like lore, I, like tra- tracing it down yeah, can be like, like so difficult. Th- this kind of episode is hard because it it's like I don't want to go out and try to find every single piece of lore about this because there's so much and the stories are all kind of the same. Right. But the, those are the main ones. Those are the interesting points. Yeah. I'm not done yet, though. I didn't think you were. What, what do you got next here? I want to talk about the Beast of Bray Road. Okay. Because another thing I left out <laughs> is that... Um, Sneaky. In 1967, those sightings in Manistee and Cross Village, they're mentioned in a book called The Beast of Bray Road. Okay. Because they are very similar to sightings of a creature that is referred to as the Beast of Bray Road. Okay. Um, So we got a secondary crossover cryptid? Yes. Bray Road is in rural Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Okay. Which is southern Wisconsin, north of, like, Illinois, Chicago area, kind of the area we would have driven through to go to Madison. Okay. 
1936, on Bray Road outside of Elkhorn, Wisconsin, um, there were sightings of this beast. The same label has been applied to other sightings from southern Wisconsin and northern Illinois. In the 1980s and the 1990s, there was a rash of sightings. Like, everyone's reporting seeing this beast. Okay. So, a local newspaper called the Walworth County Week um, had one of their journalists, Linda Godfrey, start investigating this, writing articles about it. Um, she was initially skeptical, but she became convinced of the sincerity of the witnesses. Like, she really felt like people were seeing these things. They, They maybe weren't like yeah like they might not be right about what honest they saw. And, or, I, she felt like they're being honest about them seeing something but you know how things happen like yeah especially when there's a rash of sightings like you hear someone else talk about it you're like oh it's probably that thing you yeah know? right yeah the story and the myth grows especially in <laughs> absence of information right so she started writing these articles about it and eventually those articles were turned into a book Okay. Called the Beast of Bray Road, tailing Wisconsin's werewolf. So <laughs> okay, cool. In the book, she mentions uh, the Michigan Dog Man, saying like it's a very similar kind of creature, whatever it is. Yeah. Um. And basically, that uh, there's she doesn't think there's any connection other than the reports are similar. Like people report seeing a similar thing. Yeah. Um. The description is that it's kind of a bear-like creature, uh, hairy, biped, resembling Bigfoot, uh, two to four feet tall on all fours, or seven feet standing, um, and wolf-like. Yeah. Uh, it's apt to walk on its hind legs. It's 400 to 700 pounds, brown-gray fur resembling a dog or a bear. Okay. Um, possible explanations are that it's an undiscovered variety of wild dog. Okay. Or it's a cryptid like a wahila, which is a prehistoric wolf similar to um, an Amarok, which is a gigantic wolf in Inuit mythology. Okay. Um, it could have been hoaxes and mass hysteria. Um, people create falsehoods. And then, like, sightings of normal creatures are lumped under the same label like we were talking about. Yeah, right. Um, in 2005, there was a movie called The Asylum which fictionalized an account of the search for the Beast of Bray Road. And then when I was looking at this earlier, when I was finishing up this part of the research, I found a movie called The Beast of Bray Road. Really? On Amazon, available for rent. I kind of feel like we got to watch it. That's why earlier <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Because uh, I think see that's it. what we should do. We should do that tonight. It, I think it, it's available to rent for like $1.99 to $4.99, probably depending on if you get it in HD or whatever. Yeah, right. So we should do that. Also, I bought the book. Oh, wait, did you really? I bought the Beast of Bray Road. No kidding. So that's going to be coming to me. I, I bought it like an hour ago. Oh. So <laughs> You know what just occurred to me? That bookshelf that I'm going to put into this room, we should fill it with books about the things that we Oh, have that'd be sweet. About. Yeah. Cuz you know, why not? We I think you know, that'd be cool. Doing the podcast is only kind of the beginning of the research, you know. I mean, yeah. like these are topics we care about. We should fill them with books about things like this. I, it was 15 bucks, and I decided to get it because it it seems like she really did her research and she honestly believes that 
these people did see something. You sure. know, it's not people just trying to willfully make up stories and hoaxes. Like right. people are seeing something and it's an interesting story. And it just seemed like the tone of the book was going to be right up our alley. Yeah. Also, it had like four and a half stars on Amazon. There were only like 45 reviews, but it's rated very highly. And it this seems woman, like it's entertaining. She sounds like Dana Scully to me. All right. She's, she was just a local journalist that started writing these articles about this thing that was happening in the area where she lived. Yeah. And decided to be like, all right, turning these articles into a book because this is what I do now. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this became my thing. Well, that's so, what you do when enough of that stuff gets thrown at you. Is right. You go, well, I got to. I gotta. Like, this is my niche. Yeah, <laughs> Let's right. go with it. So I thought that was cool. And I want to support that kind of thing. And I love... I love cryptids. Like, I'm fascinated by this stuff. This is my favorite thing. Yeah. I could talk about, like, that's why our first episode, well, no, our second episode was the Montauk Montauk Monster, Monster, because I love this shit. Like, this is my favorite thing (laughs) to look into. I'm going to keep that in mind for future episodes. It's great. I mean, on the one hand, it's kind of hard because, like I said, a lot of the stories are repetitive, but... On the other hand, it's just, I want it to be real. I know. I really want it to be real. Well, that's kind of how I felt about the Montauk Monster in particular. Yeah. It's like once you start following this stuff, you know, uh, you, you start to go like, okay, I'm, I'm, I can see all the reasons why this is probably not a thing. Right. But I just, I just love. Leave. Yeah. Right. I want there to be one weird, freaky animal out there. <laughs> <laughs> and like, why can't there be? Yeah. It. This stuff is so fun. I yeah. like it. I really do think we should watch that movie. Yeah, I'll watch it with you tonight. Um, I think it had like three and a half stars. Nah. It's like probably mediocre. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I will read this book and I will report back on it. Maybe a middle segment. A middle segment for the future. Yeah, but it, it looks really good. It doesn't look particularly large or imposing, so it shouldn't be too hard to get through, but... You know what's really funny is, like, throughout the entirety <clears throat> of you talking about the Michigan Dog Man, before you hit the, the second part here, mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, well, that's a weird thing. It had not occurred to me that it's a werewolf. It's basically a werewolf. Right. It hadn't so, even connected in my head. I, um, when I looked up the Beast of Bray Road, yeah, another site that came up was, like, a cryptid site. Yeah. It's all about that kind of stuff. And I didn't put it in my notes, but they, on that site, were discussing, like, well, is it a werewolf? Is it something else? Because when you get into, like, it being a werewolf, you get into that whole dicey thing, and I'm like, that's a little ridiculous. But, like, (laughs) it could just be a cryptid. And I thought it was really funny that they're like, well, that's ridiculous. (laughs) right. Now, werewolf like, is silly, but an otherwise dog on hind legs, even that's the people fine. who are experts on cryptids are like, well, it's ridiculous for werewolves to exist. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I thought that was interesting. But they also kind of discussed, like, well, it could be just people misidentifying a real animal or it could be an actual animal that yeah. we don't know exists or it could be like a cryptid. That yeah. we don't know of, probably something like a Bigfoot or, you know, like a, a dog that walks on two legs or right. it could be a fucking werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically it's like a werewolf type creature or yeah. it is like a weird dog thing. Right. Cryptid animal. 
Or it's just like something people see in the dark when they're freaked out and misidentify it. Well, yeah, it's it's sort of like a lot of these. It's really easy to imagine <clears throat> people already have heard stories about something. So they're kind of primed to see something similar already. You know? Yeah. And also like both of these places, Michigan and Wisconsin, they're areas that are kind of rural and wooded and there could yeah. be bears and dogs and yeah. all kinds of animals that could be misidentified. Sure. I knew what I was thinking while I was doing this research. What's that? I know what your bear not bear was. Oh. It was a dog man. <laughs> right. The thing that wasn't a bear but looked like a bear and then proved not to be a bear. Yeah. You know, I'm still not sure what animal <laughs> that actually was. I'm sure it was some kind of moose type thing. It was like an elk type thing. I'm not sure what it was. Yeah. On on the website of the park that you were in, there were like five different animals listed yeah. that are like very similar to that kind of like there's moose, there's elk, there's this thing, there's that thing. And I'm like, it could be any of those fucking yeah, right. things. They're all kind of the same thing. I'll know it when I see it. I should probably pull up the website again and uh, and have a look. <clears throat> yeah. Because I'll know when I see it again what it was. For a little bit, I was just, like, finding pictures of these things and being like, was this it? <laughs> was this it? <laughs> it yeah. didn't work. No. Um, but, yeah, I I just had that thought in my head of, like, maybe it was a dog man. <laughs> maybe they saw a dog man. But that's, like, that's the fun of this. It is. Um, it's it's really, it's 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 just a lot of fun to picture that, and, you know, I guess this is really to the core of it. Like, we like to think of our world as discovered. Yeah. Right? I mean, and why shouldn't we? We've we've seen it from space. You mm-hmm. know, we've like we have it all mm-hmm. mapped out with satellites. A GPS can take you anywhere in the country. Like we like to think of everything as discovered already. It's like on the on the one hand, it's a comforting thought and like in general we kind of like to think that that's true. Right. On the other hand, I think most of us have this little thing in their heads that goes, but what if it's not? Well, that's what I mean. Is that's why it's fun is a, a part of us, uh, and it's probably not unreasonable to think, is like there's things out there that maybe we don't know about yet. I think especially the ocean. Oh, the ocean is. Like there's so much shit in there we don't know about. Yeah, right. Like that's one we can't even argue we know enough about. Right. Because it's, it's just like endless depths of things that like we, we just get little pieces of. We can't get there. Of. Right. Um, but we, at least the surface, we go, oh, okay, well, we walk around up here. We know what's up here. Yeah. We, there's a strong possibility that we really, that we haven't seen We find seen new all. stuff all the time. It's just a lot of times it's like new insects and stuff. So like right. people who aren't into that don't hear about it, but it's not completely out of the ordinary that like there could be stuff we actually haven't seen before or yeah. we don't know what it is. That does happen. That's it's not unrealistic. Yeah. And so that's why, like, this thing is exciting because it's like, it could be true. Yeah, it could be true. You can't tell me it's not entirely true. Yeah. It could be true. It's a lot of fun, at least to entertain the notion. <clears throat> yeah, I, I really like this. Yeah. I want to go cryptid hunting. <laughs> yeah, where, where would you go if you had to pick a place? Where, oh, do, you, where do you think the cryptids are? Where, where do things go bump, bump in the night? I kind of feel like... It would be a really fun, goofy road trip to do, to hit up, like, a bunch of places. Yeah. Maybe one day 
we can eventually hit up some places we've talked about. Like I'm thinking of like the spook light. Yeah. Um, maybe go to some places in Ohio where there were some big feats. Right. Where the, uh, um, the grass man. Yeah. Maybe go, go to Michigan and Wisconsin. Like, yeah, I, I think it could be fun just to like basically go be out in the wilderness. You talk about a goose chase road trip right now. Yeah, I kind of want to go on a goose chase road trip one day. I think that's a sweet idea. I think it would be cool. I mean, maybe we could find a way to like record on the road. I think we could. Yeah, I'm certain we could. Yeah, I think it would be a lot of fun to do that one day. I don't know if I'm ready to do it yet because I feel like we still there's more episodes that we have in us that could contribute to a road trip. Yeah, right. But it would be a really fun thing to do. Maybe something for like the two-year anniversary of the show or something <laughs> yeah. like that. We have to figure out what we'll do for the one-year anniversary. Piece. Yeah, right. And honestly, like I've been so burnt out lately just like on life and doing everything has taken so much more effort. Yeah. And doing research is just hard and time-consuming. But... When I finally get myself to just sit down and write it out and do the thing, it's so much fun. And yeah. I really liked reading about this stuff because yeah. it's just fun to entertain the idea that it could be true. It is. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for that book. Yeah. I'll probably see it in a couple days. I'm looking forward to uh, your update on this subject after you've read the book. Yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. So if you guys have any suggestions for us, um, any cryptids you've heard of that you think we might not have, or even yeah. if we might have, we could still do an episode on it. Um, I think we have a few more on the list, actually. Yeah. Um, so we could, we, we're going to obviously eventually reach those. But if, you, if, if there's something that you've heard about out there, uh, we would love to research that cryptid. Any, um, still any suggestions for beer names? Right. God, Beer I gotta styles. Get, I gotta get you to need brewing. to brew. I know. There's a couple things you need to brew. I know. I actually have a little bit of a backlog now uh, because I'd like to do something for Matt and Grace's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something I want to do. I want to do a goose chase beer. Um, there's and roller derby beer. You got to do a roller derby. I got a lot of beers in the tank. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to get to that pretty soon here. Well, I think that about wraps us up. That about does it. Um, so thank you again, as always, for listening. Mm -hmm. If you have any suggestions at all for topics, please hit us up. Again, if you just like are listening to the show and you think of something or you saw something like this or anything, we, we want to hear about it. We love hearing from you guys. So yeah. talk to us on Facebook. You can message us if you don't want to put a post on the page or you can email us. We love all that shit. Talk yeah. to us. So. Thank you, as always, for listening, and we will see you next week with another episode of Goose Chase. Goose Chase. Have a nice week. Uh, bye bye. Uh, bye. You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at Goose Chase Pod, and our website is www.goosechasepodcast.com. If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at goosechasepodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. Want to go on a goose chase? Ooh, yes. 